What's up, world? It is Jesse Rich with Jesse Rich Podcast, and I was talking to a coworker, and she asked me if I could do a fun podcast. So I decided I'll just do one on uh, famous quotes. So I have a couple pages here of just random quotes that I'm going to read and just put my opinion in on them, and I will definitely give a shout out of who said these things. And let's just have some fun with this one. I'd rather be called a boy that plays with paper and planes than be called a man that plays with a girl's heart. I love this quote because it's kind of like the golden rule type thing, but also as us males can recognize one another. You know, I understand you want to be a kid at heart. That's so much better than being a man that plays people. I really like this quote. Another one is, what's the whole point of being pretty on the outside when you're so ugly on the inside? That was Jesse Scott. And I feel this way. Um, I try to be a down-to-earth guy. I try to help everyone out. I try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, you should always be a good person on the inside. You should always try to be there for one another. I mean, no matter what, we're all human. Let's treat each other that way. Another one is the downside of my celebrity is that I cannot go anywhere in the world without being recognized. It isn't enough for me to wear dark sunglasses and a wig. The wheelchair gives me away. That was Stephen Hawking. I really like how he was able to have this kind of humor. To me, it's almost like a dark humor. And to me, it's almost like, you know, like if I lost an arm or whatever, I I hope, or if I lost anything, thank God I haven't. I hope that I'd be able to joke around with it and have a good time. This guy was wheelchair bound. I mean, I know we praised him for, you know, being genius or a high IQ or whatever, but like, we never thought of it that way. He literally could not go out in public without being recognized. And I thought that was really clever how he put this quote together and it was funny and quirky, but also kind of gave us a opening into his life that we might not have thought of before. I don't like to share my personal life. It wouldn't be personal if I shared it. George Clooney. And I I like this quote because even though it's probably one of the shortest quotes on this piece of paper, what I really like about it is it relates to me in my work life. I try to keep my work life and personal life separate. Um, I have a lot of friends at work, and I know I've talked about my personal stuff with them, and we become friends, but... You know, for the most part, I try to keep those separate. And he's absolutely right. Why would it be personal anymore if you just kept sharing it with everyone? Also, it kind of goes with that, you know, don't bring your drama to work type thing. I 100% agree with that. The image is one thing, and the human being is another. It is very hard to live up to an image. Put it that way. That was Elvis Presley. And what's really cool about that is, you know, he's this... King of rock and roll, he was this big time star, I loved his music, and he's sitting there and they put him on this huge pedestal, and he's absolutely right, I bet you sometimes I got really hard, especially since he's human, I mean, one thing us humans do is we always make mistakes, no one is perfect, so I'm thinking that this was more of a personal thing that he stated, that look, you know, y'all put me in this limelight, but I'm actually, you know, I'm either this darker or type depressed type person, not just this greaser bad boy that you all might put in my image, or at least that's how I kind of seen it at points where he's, you know, in that white t-shirt, those black pants, and got his hair all slicked back. He, you know, he had to try to live up to that, and there was probably some days he just didn't want to, or days that he made a mistake because he's human and just wanted to back down. So 
it's really cool that he stated it this way and put it into our minds as well. We can't all be stars because someone has to sit on the curb and clap as we go by, as I go by. I love this because it kind of shows that separation. This was by Sebastian Horsley. And it's funny because, like, he's absolutely right, you know. It's it's kind of like the whole, we kind of have to have people do this and do that for us. If we didn't have people working at McDonald's, how are you going to order it? If we didn't have people working as trash people, how are we going to get our sanitation cleaned up? I mean, what's, again, what I'm what I'm saying is it's showing that separation, but how much it's needed as well. Um, I'm not saying that the stars are like, you know, kings and queens or anything, but he's absolutely right. They have to have their peasants sitting there doing something as well. I'm not trying to put him on that pedestal, but the quote kind of did, and I thought that was neat. Most people say that it is the intellect that makes a good scientist. They're wrong. It is the character. That was Albert Einstein. Um, Very, I I don't want to go ahead and say it redundantly, genius, um, because, I mean, that's what he's considered. But, like... Little things about him that I've read is really interesting to me. So he's right. It is the character. You know, I could be a pompous type scientist that looks down on people because I got to know this or I got to know that or I have evidence on this and I have evidence on that that it has to be this. But he's right. The character has to play into it as well. I mean, Albert Einstein wore the same clothes, not exact same fabric clothes, but like the same style every day because he said that was just one decision that was wasting time in his life is just trying to choose what clothes to wear. So he bought the same outfit over and over again and just wore it Monday through, you know, or uh, Sunday through Saturday. And it was because of that, that that really defines his character of, look, I'm wasting time just trying to choose clothes, let alone I have other research to do. So I like this quote as well. Let both sides seek into the wonders of science instead of its terrors. Together, let us explore the stars, conquer the deserts, eradicate disease, tap the ocean depths, and encourage the arts and commerce. John F. Kennedy. I like this quote because it really shows his full um, intellectual side as well as leadership side. I mean, he's not just, he, he wants to not worry about what the fear is, but more of what we can find out. And I really like that. The greatest glory in living lies not in the fear, not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Nelson Mandela. What I really like about this one is no matter what, you're going to make mistakes or no matter what, you're going to fail or no matter what, something is going to bring you down. Whether it is something as you go to start a business and it flops completely and you're out money or you are working at a job and you've injured yourself and now you've lost a job or you've been in a relationship for 10 years you're thinking that it's working out and then now you're um, filing for divorce whatever makes you fall always get back up and try to fight and i really like this as a way of life the way to get started is not to quit talking or is to quit talking and begin doing this was walt disney What I really like about this quote is it really touched me because I was talking last year in December, this year in January about doing this podcast and never really 
jumped right in and did it. And then I downloaded this app. And now I am making podcasts nearly daily. So this quote really speaks to me on that aspect. Don't just sit there and talk about, hey, I'm going to start this frame, I'm going to start that. Just do it. Just jump in for it. Like I did with this podcast, like I do with my stream on Mixer now. Just take that leap and see where it gets you. And now, if anything, if I don't get a lot of money out of this or make any money at all later on, I'm at least doing a hobby that I love now. Just expressing myself to people. So, way to go, Walt Disney. Um, next quote is, your time is limited, so don't waste living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Steve Jobs. And he's absolutely right. Go out there and be an individual. When I wrote music, and I still try to here and there, uh, one of my favorite quotes was, every tree grows branches, so go out, or every tree grows different, so go out and show your branches. And I like that quote because that's what I've done my whole life. I'm kind of an extrovert. I kind of try to be a leader. I try to be out there, and I try to be different and quirky. And I think that's what separates everybody. Yes, I get it that if nobody's special or saying everyone is special, then no one is. But that's the greatest thing about humanity is that we all are special in our own way. So we need to go out and find out what makes us so special or what puts us above the crowd or even just different from the crowd. It doesn't mean you have to be, you know, this above and beyond person. Maybe you just fit in in the right place at the right time where you're supposed to be and you make someone's life better just because you are living. Always think of that. Next one is, if you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll never have enough. That was Oprah Winfrey. Now, it's absolutely true. It's, you know, separating that optimism from pessimistic attitude is, you know, if you're always sitting there looking at, well, what could I have or what could I get or where is it at or whatever, you're never going to have what you believe you have but if you really look at your world even if you don't have a lot but you look at what you do have compared to what could be worse you always have way too much if you set your goals ridiculously high and it's a failure you will fall above everyone else's success you will fail above everyone else's success james cameron life is what happens when you're busy making other plans, John Lennon? So I'm not really too fond of that quote um, for the sense of it's like you're going to miss everything if you're making plans. Um, I think more that I would like this quote if it said, you know, life is what happens when you are making plans toward it. I mean, there are so much stuff in life that as I've made plans toward it, that is what was really making my life, not the fact that I was making other plans. I never, I don't really like that quote. Spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier. Mother Teresa. Again, this one spoke to me because it's kind of that down-to-earth feeling, you know. Anyone that ever leaves my life for any reason whatsoever, whether it is literally their making a new approach into something else, or they just have a family starting, I still want those people to keep in touch with me. I want them to leave happy. I want them to be my friends still. Um, one of my, or I have three main buddies in high school that I meet up with all the time or as much as we can. And even if, 
you know, one of them, he's married, um, got blessed with twins as soon as him and his girl got pregnant. The other one, you know, is always on mission trips and always out of the country. And the other one's just working his butt off. And then you all have heard me, you know, I have a wife and two kids. It's hard for us to get together, especially being out of high school now. Well, this would be my 10 years out of high school. It's hard for us to just sit there and push our families away to hang out, but we still try to at least meet up as much as possible just to hang out and just to be there for one another. And I kind of feel like this is the same thing, you know, without them leaving happier, you want them to like you as a person all the way around. So I really like that one. When you reach the end of your rope, tie a knot on it and hang on. Franklin D. Roosevelt. I I like this one because of it's comical but it also makes super sense you know like you're you're done you're done for you done failed so many times you feel like you are absolutely at the bottom rock bottom and instead of just you know you're acting the rope let it go you're gonna tie a knot you're gonna hang on something is gonna bounce you back don't ever sit there and let your failures take you away from living your life the way you want to Always remember that you are absolutely unique, just like everyone else, Margaret Mead. So that was kind of how I was mentioning that everyone has their own quirk. It's like saying everyone is special is like also saying no one is. But that's the whole great thing about humanity and about us as people. We are. There's so many different ways of making us all different that we can still seem absolutely unique. And we can still be together and bring each other together even though we are different. So I really like that quote. Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. Robert Louis Stevenson. I like this quote because it kind of like tells you, you know, even though your life is being different and it's changing and whatever, it's not just, you know, oh, well, I got this today. I got my bread today. I'm ready to go home and feed my family, or I made a hundred bucks today, let's do this. No, it's more about, you know, playing those seeds of success for tomorrow, which I think is a strong thing to live by. The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams, Eleanor Roosevelt. That one's really cool because it really tells you, you know, believing in your dreams and, you know, pushing yourself Further is how you are going to make your future what you want it to be. And that's what I did with this podcast. Like I said, worst going to worst, I never make any money at this or whatever. I have a hobby and I'm going to find a whole new branch of people to talk to. I'm going to make tons of friends on here. So, or make tons of enemies. I don't know which way this is going to go, but it's going to be a whole neat experience. And I really think that that's why this quote speaks to me. Tell me, and I forget. Teach me, and I remember. Involve me, and I learn. Benjamin Franklin. This one reminds me of when I'm training new people at work or training people at work. You know, you involve them in it. You really break down and let them do it. You let them do it themselves to make their own mistakes. You will learn. If I just show you something, you know, you might remember it. You might not. If I tell you, you will forget. So let's get involved 100%. So we can learn it and pick it up. Even if you make a mistake, you're going to learn from it no matter what. And if you can't break nothing from doing it, then make as many mistakes as possible. The best 
and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt with the heart. Helen Keller. Now, this is going to sound a little dark, but of course she was going to talk about feeling because uh, she was blind and deaf. But what I really think is cool is she's absolutely right. You know, having feelings towards something and putting it close to you is how we're going to react, grow as people instead of just, I'm sorry, uh, how we're going to react and grow as people instead of just, oh, I see it, this is how it is, or oh, I feel this, this is how it is. It's more of when you bring it into your actual being, that's when you really care about the situation. It is during our darkest moments that we must focus to see the light, Aristotle. I like this one because, like, it's absolutely right. You can be completely 100% down in the dumps, but you find that one light that burns brighter than anything else, whether it be a goal or whether it be, you know, what you plan to do, it's absolutely going to be that strongest thing that pulls you up from a fall. So it kind of goes with those other quotes that I've read about falling and failing. This one is probably one of the best as a backup quote with that. That literally shows you, you know, you're down in the dumps. You are completely lost. You have nowhere else to go. You know, um, like I said earlier, tie a knot and hang on, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Why don't we seek for that light, like Aristotle said. Whoever is happy will make others happy too, and Frank. And this, this one I like because, like, it's absolutely true. Going to work and everyone's saying that they're tired or they're miserable, you're going to have a worse day. If you have anyone that is happy that's bringing people up and then the next person feels happy and so on and so forth, it is going to bring the whole mood up. It's kind of like that whole old expression, one bad apple is ruining the bunch. And that could be true too. So whoever is happy will make other happy too. You go in, you're having a bright day, other people are going to end up happy. And it's not just going to be the bad ones that overcome at that point. Do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. Ralph Waldo Emerson. That one's really cool because I agree 100% that, you know, just being a follower is going to be the downfall of a lot of people when instead you can be a leader and make your own path and then let people follow you. I'm not saying that followers are bad. I'm not putting any of them down, but it's like if... I just follow the crowd and I do one thing one way the whole time. Innovation's not going to happen. Things will not be changing. Things will not be getting better because we've only done it this way, where he's kind of like lead a path and lead a trail and let people follow you. Not saying that, again, that's a bad thing or a good thing. We all got to reference off something, but, you know, take that initiative to do something a little bit different. And I really like that quote. In the end, it's not the years in your life that count. It's the life in your years. That was Abraham Lincoln. And he's absolutely right. You know, no one's just going to sit there and be like, oh, uh, let, let's say, uh, you know, Jesse, he died at age 65. And that's it. Now, what's really people are going to talk about is, you know, Jesse, he died at blah, blah, blah. But he raised these two great kids or more kids if. My wife decides to have more. It's all up to her. Power to the women. But uh, 
they're not just going to sit there and be like, oh, he raised these kids. I'm hoping they speak more about my life than just, oh, he, well, he died at da-da-da-da-da. I only used 65 because it seemed like a basic number. Uh, I hope I live either past 65 or just a healthy, happy life. But that was just a base number that I kind of threw in there. You will face many defeats in life, but never let yourself be defeated. Maya Angelou. What I, <laughs> this is another one of those, you know, you're beaten down, you're down in the dumps, but don't let yourself be defeated. Stand up, tie that knot, as Franklin D. Roosevelt said. Find that light, as Aristotle said. A lot of these really will bring you up, and I could, like, cut these out and put them around my house just to tell myself, you know, don't beat yourself up in defeat. Don't ever let yourself be defeated. Face your defeats and take them down. I like that. Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Um, of course, he was going to use striking out. This is uh, Babe Ruth, but I really like to change this one up a little bit and be like, never let the fear of striking out on a goal keep you from playing the game. I mean, no matter what your goals are in life, no matter what they are, whatever you want to put yourself into, whether you want to do a podcast, you want to become a famous singer, you want to do this, you want to do that, don't let fear take that away. Don't let the fear of you dropping your first album and it completely flop and no one likes it be what stops you from playing. If it's your hobby and it's what you love to do, just keep on playing. Don't ever let it stop you. Life is never fair, and perhaps it's a good thing for most of us that it is not. Oscar Wilde. So, he's kind of dark in this one, um, but... He's absolutely right. If everyone, it's almost like the communism type statement. And I've talked to a lot of people about communism. And they're right. Absolutely. 100% on paper. It does 100% could work. But we're human. Things are different. Uh, just because I sit at home and make these content like my podcast, my streaming, my blah, blah, blah. Should I be making thousands of money just because a lot of people are doing this? Or make completely fair and have people that want to invest in me, invest in me, blah, blah, blah. It's it's right. Life is never fair, but perhaps it's a good thing for most that it is not. Because if it was 100% fair, just because I'm doing this, they're like, oh, all he's doing is sitting up in his room recording. Why is he making as much as the guy who's building bridges? Or that guy's making more than the guy doing this or doing that. He's, I mean, it's right. It shouldn't be fair. But at the same time, you should also work for what you deserve. And I really like that statement. It kind of speaks to me. Um, the only thing, or the only impossible journey is the one that never begins. The one that never begins. That's Tony Robbins. Um, I like this one because, again, it, it goes right back to where I was, you know, like Walt Disney said, you know, don't stop talking, just do. Now I'm on a podcast, you know. That it, this journey would be absolutely impossible if I never began it. So I, I like that one. Only a life lived for others is a life worthwhile. That was Albert Einstein again, uh, showing that character that we talked about earlier. I mean, he was really, sounds like a down-to-earth guy. It wasn't just his genius that pulled him into this or pulled him into that. He really made it worthwhile for people, or he tried to make people's lives better. The purpose of our lives is to be happy. Dalai Lama. Okay. The reason I put this one on, on here is because how simple that quote is. The purpose of our lives 
is to be happy. That is strong. That's that's what we live for. I mean, all the way from when we were children and the best thing in the world was that we had 25 Legos that we could stack up to now as an adult, you have that one game system you want to play or that one TV show you watch. We should be happy. That is what we're living for. So pursue that. Pursue to make yourself happy. And that is why we are living. I find that the harder I work, sorry, I find that the harder that I work, the more luck I seem to have. Thomas Jefferson. That one is a good quote to just, you know, let that sink in. What does it mean to you? And go for it. Uh, you know, the harder you work, the luck, the more luck you seem to have. It's hard for me to understand because I don't really believe too much in a mystical thing of luck. I'm not superstitious, but in doing something, whether it's over and over again, like through practice, practice makes perfect this old expression, you know, you it would seem like you almost have more luck. So if you're playing basketball and you're shooting for, you know, seven days in a row, but you're only shooting from the free throw line, and you start making every single one of them later on, is it just luck or is it more the fact that you are practicing to make your perfect it's almost like a twisty way Thomas Jefferson said hey if you practice you make perfect so I, I thought that was kind of neat the way to get started is to quit talking oh I already read that one that was Walt Disney again I accidentally put it on here twice I'm sorry um, I failed my way to success Thomas Edison and that goes back to trial and error and just flopping and your whole life. A lot of these quotes definitely inspire that, you know, if you're down, bring yourself up. If you fail, bring yourself up. I love this one. It's literally saying, I failed my way to success. I would never be here until I screwed up so many times. So think about that. And that was Thomas Edison. Think about that. Last quote I want to go over is a little bit longer. Um... It's only, you know, about two sentences here, but it's a little bit longer than the rest. And then I'll do a wrap-up. It says, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones you did do. So, throw off the bowlings, sail away from safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. That was Mark Twain. Explore, dream, discover, I have seen on a bunch of stuff. I'm talking, you know, signs that people have in the room. They always have that live, laugh, love or whatever. I've seen just like that, but with the explore, dream, discover. And I bet you most people don't know that that is Mark Twain. But he's right. You know, 20 years from now, I will be 48 years old. And I would definitely be disappointed if I did not go do this or I did not go do that when I had the chance. So it really makes you think of your future of what are you going to explore? What are you going to dream? Like I said, if I never started this podcast, if I waited a whole nother year, that would have been a whole nother year of what I'm recording now that I would have been really upset that I didn't jump on. And now I've discovered a new hobby. Like I said, I might not have that many followers or that many listeners yet, but I now have a new hobby that I enjoy. I get this stuff prepared while I'm either, you know, um, at work or at home when I have free time, I get my stuff prepared. I write it down. That's what this noise here is. I know y'all can hear it now. 
um, is me flipping through papers. I actually go through, I write a script now, I break it down, or like this one. This one's script is literally only the quotes. Everything I said on here is completely ad-libbed, and I wanted to do that because I want people to really see that this is not just a podcast of me spitting knowledge at you, spitting quotes at you, and just putting you know, this, this, and this into your head and then getting off here. I kind of wanted to let you all see that I'm just this down-to-earth person talking to you on a podcast and having a good time. But with all that being said, that's going to be the last quote for today. Tomorrow, if I do another podcast, which I should be, I think, planning to do one tomorrow, it'll be all on the whole um, fish story, going over the side stories with it, maybe get into one big thing of the story that moves it along. And um, earn that if you like my content, you want to listen to some music and watch someone play League of Legends. I have a mixer, it is mixer.com forward slash capital G H E capital Z capital R I C H. Um, I get on there to play League. I did some with Game uh, Dev Tycoon. I'm playing Neverwinter right now. I gotta learn how to play. City Skylines, but I might be doing a whole uh, stream of that later. But, you know, streaming, podcasting, I'm just making content for people. Worst kind of worst, no one watches it later, and I've at least got a hobby that makes me happy. Uh, you have any criticisms for me, please do not hesitate to let me know. That is going to be ghez44 at yahoo.com that is my personal email just for all this podcasting don't be afraid to just email me some criticisms and don't forget to tell your friends and family to listen i appreciate all my listeners on here i appreciate all my watchers on my stream and once again i love you all later